The People's Podcast. The People's Podcast. It's the People's Podcast. This is the People's Podcast. Here's your host, Jordan McClure. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Christmas special of the People's Podcast. The podcast for the people, by the people. Like Pete said, I'm your host, Jordan McClure. How we doing? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Tis the season. Like I said, you guys know who I am. I'm Jordan McClure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jordan McClure one. Follow me on Instagram, jmcclure underscore 23. You can try to add me as a friend on Facebook. If I don't know you, I'm probably not going to add you back. Just saying. So follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. This podcast, you can find it on Twitter at the people's pod C4. That is T H E P E O P L E S P O D C4. Again, that's, at the people's pod C4. You can email us if you need to reach us. Cause you know, we're going to start doing some interviews on here. Get a little crazy. We want some nice little guests. If you can't reach any of the hosts, go ahead and email us at the people's podcast. One, two, three at gmail.com. That is T H E P E O P L E S P O D C A S T one, two, three at gmail.com. Some little future reference. We do have a Patreon coming, so we're going to put together, we're going to have some giveaways for the followers on the Patreon. We're going to have some pre-show cuts, the pre-show edits of Jordan's thunderous mic. They're going to be on there. Although he fixed the problem. Hurricane Guthrie is no more. Next, we got the Discord. So the Discord, again, the link will be posted on Twitter. It's the, uh, you go to the Twitter account at the people's pod C4. Then you'll find a link to the Discord. Go ahead and join the Discord. We drop all of our podcasts when the episodes drop in there. We drop them in there. We drop all of our sources in there. We're going to have a sources tab for all of you guys to fact check us and source check us if you want. Feel free. Um, And then we have text channels and voice channels just for the community to get together and celebrate. Uh, Unfortunately, today, you know, we're one man down. We got no Zachy today. No Zachy, Sam. Very sad. He's busy. We still love him, though. We still love you, Zach. So, without further ado, let me intro one of the ones that are present. Uh, he's on the ones and twos, making it mean. Pete, how are you doing today, Pete? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, my friend. I'm doing great. Let the people know where they can find you. You can you can find me on you can find me on Facebook. Uh, that's just uh, Peter Nab K N A B on the last name. Again, Peter Nab K N A B on the last name. I'm not really um, I'm not really on uh, on Twitter all that much. I technically have a Twitter account because I had to I had to open a Twitter account for a for for a class actually. Back at uh, back in our John Carroll days, uh, uh, well, Jordan. I, but uh, uh, but do you mind if I ask what for? Well, it it was actually um, it was uh, I think it was called something stupid like media literacy or something. I I forget. Oh wow! Um, but and you had to open a Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had, we had to tw- we had to tweet our. Um, 
we had to tweet our comments about about what we learned about what we learned in class that day to a certain hashtag or whatever. And imagine that being on Twitter. That's and I said, really I, I said, and and I got in trouble. I got in trouble because I was tired of my professor's political bullshit. So I, so I, so I tweeted. I tweeted to that hashtag. Um, you know, I I tweeted something. I tweeted something like today. You know, today today in class we learned that communism is great, and that uh, and that and that Ron, and and that Ronald and that Ronald Reagan was the most evil guy. You know, was the worst politician mm-hmm. ever. You know, <laughs> and she and she and she didn't appreciate my uh, oh, my my man. the attitude of, of my tweet, <laughs> of my tweets, and I'm like, well, that's basically what you said in class. <laughs> so and that way, and you, she asked for your thoughts. So yes. on her. Yeah. Introducing the next host, the mystical legend himself. I'm gonna have to come up with a new nickname, but it so so fits. Jordan Guthrie, how are we doing? Good, y'all. How are you guys doing? I, I, I doing say y'all can find me on social media. But again, you can. So if you need Jordan, reach him in the Discord. More reason to join the Discord. If you need to reach Jordan, you know he's in there. He's in there. He drops us. He's gonna be dropping his sources in there. I, I will. But, I will drop some more sources and yeah. I, I'm just out here, really trying to be really cheery, jolly, because you know it's the Christmas. We got our Christmas episode rolling through here, folks. We got a yeah. few interesting topics with for y'all today. We just want to really bring y'all out here, really bring some Christmas cheer and some love your golf your guys' way, and hope you guys are aware that. This is a really awesome time of the year. So we're going to throw some stories at them, have a little fun, have a little shorter episode than usual, and then maybe bring, talk about some real interesting, like some smaller things. And we'll dip into some things later on. I'm going to throw it back over to Jordan and Pete. And we're going to get a rolling. Yeah, man. So so today, you know, it's weird not having Zach here because we usually talk about, you know, Cleveland sports and stuff. So I'm going to have to talk to both of you guys. Uh, Pete, you were watching the Cavs game with me. Um, what do you think of it, man? Game one. What are your What are your thoughts? I was impressed. You know, I I last year I went to several. I mean, I, I went to a ton of Cavs games. I went to most of the Cavs games last year because you could get tickets last year for like three bucks each. You know? <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. So so I I went to most of the Cavs games last year, even though even though they only won like. Uh, I, I forget how many, but they sucked last year. But no, they looked they looked pretty um, incredible. They kind of they kind of let they kind of let Charlotte back into the game, but but for most of the game they were they were in pretty uh, pretty good control of the game and uh, and and it was pretty uh, pretty promising. Now I have yeah. to say um, to to uh, to kind of tie this into something we talked about on previous episodes when it comes to. The governor's response to uh, you know the the governor response uh, responses to coronavirus. Um, yeah. It's pretty ridiculous to me that that the law uh, that the that the governor's mandate here in the state of Ohio is that regardless of the size of the venue, uh, in, indoor events can only have three hundred people. Now, yeah, that makes no sense at all whatsoever because. Because obviously, I mean, why, why wouldn't why would you stick a number on it? Why wouldn't you stick a percentage on it? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like only fill the only fill the arena to this percentage of capacity. Yeah, you know be, what I'm saying? because like 
Because I mean, if you have a if you have a if you have a ballroom that holds, you know, that 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 usually holds three hundred and fifty people, and you mm-hmm. say, well, well, this this ballroom can hold three hundred, uh, you know, because all all indoor events can hold three hundred people, and oh by the way, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in downtown Cleveland with a capacity of twenty thousand. Can only hold three hundred. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, and you mean to tell you mean to tell me they can't fit more in there? Social distancing, like they definitely can. Like you could fit, you could fit. I mean, I haven't been in there in a minute, but you could fit a, like at least. I would I say you, I, could fit, you could fit more than three hundred people socially distanced there. I would. I, I would say I would say you could easily fit about. Thirty-five hundred to four thousand. That's, that's, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was saying. Like you could fit a cup, like a decent amount of people per section if there's just a couple seats in between them, forward and back, like how they do on the bench on the court. Yep. You yep. Yeah. It it doesn't. It doesn't. Although, I mean, it's not gonna stop. It's not gonna help. Obviously, if you have the more people you have, the worse the the spread. I'm assuming. I mean, we already know what my thoughts about the whole thing are, but. You know what I'm saying? The lo- their logic, exactly, Jordan, in quotations, their logic behind it would be the more people, the more people that are going to get infected. But wait, I 100% agree with you, Pete, that they could fit more people in there without even approaching that risk. For sure. Right, right. I Honestly, mean, you're talking about... Because it's, it's so big. Not have a yeah. You're talking about 300 in that arena? I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's out of our control, and, you know... Hopefully, you know, we get yeah, a chance to vote that fucking holiday year. Exactly. And hopefully, hopefully we can vote that guy out in a couple of years. But, you know, on the flip side, while, you know, they try to keep us down, the archons that run this world, they try to grab our soul and bring us down. A very, very, very early Christmas present might arrive in Cleveland, guys. And it's the Browns playoffs? The what? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes, sir. The Browns might make the mother effing playoffs with a, what was it, a Colts loss? Well, if the Colts lose or Miami loses. It's, see, here's, see, here's the dilemma because with, with the fact that the, that the Steelers lost to the Bengals um, uh-huh. on Monday Night Football, that mm-hmm. that actually leads the the division w- wide open for oh, the taking. And so if they lose, oh, and, oh, only if the Steelers lose out, though. Yeah, but but here but here's the thing. So if we if we want to lock up a wild card spot this weekend, then mm-hmm. then we want the Steelers to win and beat the Colts. Because we need yeah. because we need the Colts to lose. However, mm-hmm. if we want a chance to win the division, then we need um, the then we need the Colts to beat the Steelers. I mean, regard, regardless, what we're hoping for is for the Miami Dolphins to uh, to um, lose. lose to the um, to the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. I almost said yeah. Oakland Raiders, but yeah. the Las Vegas Raiders um, because because that's going to help us out tremendously. And then, uh, and then I, and then I probably want the Colts to beat uh, the Colts to beat the Steelers, even though that doesn't guarantee us a wild card spot yet, because I want us to win the division because the, exactly. because the Steelers are looking awful. I mean they lo- they lost to the uh, they lost the to, to the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals and, yeah. and and the New York Jets won a game this week 
uh, this past weekend. So that's that's 2020 for you. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. It's amazing, really, actually, that we're in this position. Yeah. It's, I it's think, a Christmas miracle. Yes. It's a Christmas miracle for sure. Um uh, and um, and I'm just thinking of some of the some of the some of the lines from my favorite movies, which we'll talk which we'll talk about in a minute when it comes to Christmas miracles. But um, but but yeah, the 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 Browns the Browns might indeed make the playoffs, and that would be amazing. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? No, I'm not kidding you. And it's gonna be um. And I I think it's going to be amazing because I think once the Browns get in the playoffs, I think they have a good chance of, um, I think they have a good chance of going uh, pretty far actually. Yeah, I think honestly depends on where they fall in the playoffs. Depends on how far they make it. If they if they if they win the division out, I think they go further. I think if they get a wild card spot, they're in a tough position. But I think if they win the division, then they might win a couple more games than they would being in the wild card. Yeah, if that makes sense. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Browns Chiefs AFC Championship game. Browns lose in the AFC Championship game to Kansas City. That would be yeah, and but 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 Cleveland would be extremely proud. We already are extremely proud, but that would be that would be amazing if that's what happens. Let alone if they beat them, obviously. Yeah, and I, but, and one one last point I want to make about the Browns is it is worth pointing out that the last time the Browns the last time the Browns made the playoffs, they mm-hmm. were uh, that was 2002, which was the first full season, the first full NFL season after 9/11, and so, and and so I, and so I don't know what it is, but I guess it takes some sort of earth, you know, earth shattering event for the Browns <laughs> to, to make the playoffs. 9/11 and then COVID, bro. Yes. Fucking what a Pete. That is the conspiracy of the century. Oh my god, we're gonna have a whole episode about how the Browns only make the playoffs during times of crisis. It's like the it's like the military industrial complex, but it's the Browns. I got you, Pete. They only want Cleveland to win in a crisis because we got nothing better to do but to watch the Browns. I see it. I see it, Pete. I see it. Yeah. So anyway, and and I do have. Go ahead. Yeah, and the the NFL. And they they're they're just they're just trying to they're just trying to keep uh, the Browns uh, the uh, the the Browns interesting and let us win a little bit you know, uh, but not yeah. too much not too much I'm exactly. sure I'm sure I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll find a I'm sure they'll find a way to screw us in the playoffs, but um that's gonna be but, it's but, gonna be two inches short or something but, yeah but right now but right now but right now it looks like we're all set for uh, the playoffs playoffs don't talk about playoffs you kidding me. Playoffs? No, I'm not kidding you. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, boys, since today is the Christmas special, since we're all in the Christmas spirit, I figured what not better time to, you know, state your favorite Christmas movies because, you know, that's what Christmas is all about, right? The movies and chilling and eating some. What do you eat when you watch Christmas movies? Popcorn? Usually when I'm watching Christmas movie, it's me sitting on the couch asking Morgan what movie she wants to watch. Then Morgan flipping through 90 movies saying this one and me saying no, this one, no, this one, no, this one, no. And then eventually I just get bored of saying no. And then she just picks it. Yeah, that sounds about right. 
So, you know, before I give my top five Christmas movies, I want to hear, I want to hear from Pete first and then Jordan. So I, um, so I have, I only have a top, uh, have a top three really, um, because, because I don't, I don't necessarily watch, um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, Christmas, a lot of modern Christmas movies. I mean, yeah, we'll go top three. Yeah. I've got, um, I would say I would say my top three in in descending order. I guess number three would be Frosty the Snowman, if that counts as a Christmas movie. And I then, count it. I count it, Pete. And then and then number two, number two, I would have to go Elf. And number uh, and, and 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 number n- number one. And I don't know. Uh, and this is probably the most controversial pick for a quote unquote Christmas movie. But I gotta go die hard. Yippee Kaye. Yippee Kaye, motherfuckers. You know? I count it. I count it. It counts. It's not in my top three, but it counts. It counts. Now, interesting that you had Elf on there because I find that to be one of the most annoying Christmas movies of all time. Maybe well, we should have had that list. Yeah, I mean, I, I do find. I understand it's classic. I just find. I just. I think it's so. Because I, I watched it so much, I do find it I do find it annoying as well. But some movies that you some movies you, you like because they're annoying. So exactly, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So then I'll give you my top three because I messed up and said top five. We're actually only giving the top three because we none of us could think in the pre-show of five Christmas movies that we watched. Which is, I mean, I did after a little bit of sitting there thinking about it, but then I was like. I don't even really like all these. Like, I watch them during Christmas time, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah. I'm going to make my top three Christmas movies. So here are my top three Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Sound like I, I don't even know what I said there. Number three is Rudolph, bro, because that dude started from the bottom, made it all the way to the top, never, ever stopped. My dude Rudolph at number three. Number two is The Grinch, because he started with a, uh, with a mean heart, bro. That dude was mean to the streets, straight up, dude. And then... And then he got a big heart, you know, like the Christmas spirit. He had an awakening, like probably a spiritual awakening or some shit. Well, you know, who knows? I'm not the Grinch. All I know is that the dude grew a bigger heart. I don't know how you do that without, you know, having some fucking tripping on acid or some shit, bro. Yeah, I, I, but you know what I'm saying? He was on something. He, he did something, bro. Anyways, the Grinch became nicer somehow. He, he, he became nicer. So that's why he's at number two. He's a great he's a great guy now, you know? Great guy. Saved Christmas, actually. So that's why he's at number two. And number one is the classic Polar Express, bro. Like you mean to tell me when you mean to tell me when you walked into school on around Christmas time and you went into that specific classroom with the lights off and they're like, put your boots right here, line your boots up, line your boots up across the door. You got they wheel in the hot chocolate. None of your teachers did that. Did I go to a privileged school? See, this uh, is the time when yeah. you realize you went to a privileged school. Yeah. <laughs> say, so say that one more time. I was a little confused. What did your teacher do? So they would, like, bring in hot chocolate. They would, like, make us hot chocolate, like, in styrofoam cups. And we would watch Polar Express. Like, oh. they, would wheel in, they would wheel in the TV and shit. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 And then they would bring in hot chocolate. They would, like, with yeah. marshmallow stuff, they would give you the hot chocolate. You'd sit there, eat, like, a little cookie or something, eat your little, drink your little hot chocolate. You'd watch Polar Express for two and a half hours. And that was, like, the yeah. day before you left for Christmas. So that's why it's number one because it it that is my favorite memory of school. Yeah, I just had to play this music. 
as a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Gray. That's so rude to say. <laughs> you're a bad banana with a the only greasy black The only person I can think of that compares to the Grinch in real life is probably Governor Cuomo. But or fucking Edward. Cuomo, yeah, that's close. Or Newsom. Newsom's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, but have like some sort of spiritual and come back to love at one point. Uh, see, I don't, I don't think fucking reptilians can do that, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, uh, oh, all there's good and there's duality in all things, good and bad of all things. It's you're not a wrong. matter of whether. Yeah. See. See. Not saying that. See, Guthrie is the most mellow one on on this uh, show. He's always mellow and centered. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We're fucking. We're the crazy ones, Pete. Jordan's the one that's most most grounded out of all of us. Jordan, what are your top three movies? We didn't even have, top three movies. Go, Jordan. Go. I were to pick my top three, I definitely would have to say the OG Santa Claus movie with um, like where you see Santa Claus roof and everything. That was always a really funny one for me. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I really always enjoyed. Because there's a lot of actually really interesting ties to that. I come to find out later in my life. And I enjoyed it as a child, but there's some really interesting things that the origins of that, why I like it so much. And I guess if I were to have to pick a third movie, mm-hmm. uh, I'd honestly probably have to go with the Polar Express, too. I love that yes, as a child. Definitely, I didn't have the memory of the hot chocolate in the classroom, but I definitely have some pretty fond memories of watching the Polar Express and like waiting up some nights and being like, "What the shiz, y'all? Where, where's the train?" My, <laughs> like, I was like, I think it was like nine year old self with like a little, a little like, "What the shiz?" Those were always my. I really always enjoyed those movies. They yeah, man, you, so you I, in a way love and you mentioned. Uh... You you were mentioning you had some like you came to find out some stuff about Rudolph. What was give just give me one thing that you came to find out about? Okay, so Rudolph, <clears throat> I found this out. It was actually really interesting. But Rudolph, his nose is supposed to symbolize. So I'll pull it up here so I don't butcher the mushroom name because actually there's psychedelic origins in his nature. What? His Ooh. nose is a reference to the Alice in Wonderland mushroom, or better known as is the Amanta? Oh, yeah. So basically, yeah, the Ama- it's the Amasa copy. I think that's how you say it. I, I can almost look it up right here. You can always edit this out. Oh, the Amanta Mascara. Mascara. It's Mascara. Like I said, it's kind of hard to pronounce, but yeah, classic. Oh, it's the classic shroom mushroom. Like here, if I can share my, I'd share my screen. But to describe it just to the viewers who can't see it. Mm-hmm. It's a red mushroom with like white spots on it. It's called the Amant the Amanta Mistira. But mm-hmm. again, I, I'm not advising go out and eat this. But Rudolph's nose is a reference to that would be bestowed upon, like as the light shines, mm-hmm. the enlightenment si- shining through the night. Oh, so, where, so red. So his gotcha. So his nose uh, is gotcha. His nose is the shape, the color of. The said mushroom that yeah. one would eat, Jordan, to can... enlightenment, and then that's the metaphor for his nose guiding through the darkness because of the light, Santa Claus. That's can... amazing how that works. Because then on top of it, 
mushroom grows underneath pine trees too, uh, particularly evergreen pines, like pine trees that would be found in the Siberian Alaska, like very, very much north of Russia. Uh-huh. So like at that point, these people were also reindeer herders too. And reindeer ironically are very mm-hmm. fond of the Amanta mascara mushroom. So Which you is- honestly have these reindeer eating them and these people would be herding them and then also eating this mushroom. Like, and then you get these, all these enlightening things coming about where like, so on top of it, it's a notion to almost like kind of like the Yigashal tree because okay. they believe that these mushrooms would be like at the roots to like the symbolic tree of life. Because mm-hmm. ironically, come to find out in modern science, these mushrooms are a type of mycorrhizal fungi where they mm-hmm. actually become symbiotic and beneficial with one another, where they tap into the roots of the tree and then they create a beneficial relationship for each other where the nitrogen is provided by the mushrooms and then the plant provides a home and also safety and other nutrients and sugars in return. Wow. And they help each other out. And they even knew that thousands of years ago too. So that's what blew my mind about the Rudolph story. Cause it all goes back to this mushy, how this mm-hmm. little mushy and how these people would sit down, these shamans, because here I'll even pull it up too, because the word shaman in Siberia means the one who knows. And I could, I would definitely pull a quote on that. Cause it's very, it is definitely, very interesting here. I actually had it on this other one. Sorry, folks. I'm no, and and while you're looking that up, Jordan, I feel like it's important to mention that Jordan's going to drop this info into like the sources or informations tab on Discord. So if you're listening to this and you haven't already joined the Discord, again, stop, pause this, or listen to me as you're doing it. Go and download the Discord app on your phone. Download it on your PC and click on that link on our Twitter account, or if we can get it in the description, hopefully it'll be in the description of this episode, but definitely join the discord. Cause that's where we drop all of our information. That's where you can, you know, communicate with other people in the community. And that's another quick, easy way to reach us. If you want to possibly be on the podcast. So I definitely recommend hopping on the discord. So really my re- real reason I thought Rudolph was just honestly such a fascinating movie was for the fact that Rudolph's nose is, symbolic to the mushroom that was used by these shamans and these people early on in cultures because these people were reindeer like herders and they would also see the reindeer growing under evergreen trees pine trees these mushrooms would create symbolic relationships and the reason what i bring up these mushies for is rudolph's nose is a representation of the mushy as the nose lights up enlightenment finds its way from darkness to light and the light shall always shine. Gotcha. And that's so, where it, I thought it was really fascinating. Gotcha. And you were saying that you also, earlier you were mentioning about Santa. Santa was related to some mushrooms also? You said you found a story about Santa being related to it and the whole story of Santa? Yes, actually. So that, again, ties back up to the Siberian North. where, And it, it ties with St. Nicholas, too. There's a lot of interpretations of like Santa Claus over the years. But the main one comes from like 7th century when there was this guy named St. Nicholas who would go around and these, what, one of the another names for this mushroom is the fly algeric mushroom instead of its actual scientific definition, but it's classified as a red mushroom with white spots. So this mushroom was sacred to these people. They would mm-hmm. find it under these pine trees and then they would dry them and then hang them. And then after hanging them, they would then proceed to go around other people and then give them to people. And then, at this point, this, these people were very shamanistic. They had a very 
very intense ties with the spirit realm to the point that they even believe that these mushrooms, this is where the idea of Rudolph comes into play because he'd eat the mushroom from the tree of life because mm-hmm. the mushrooms are grown from the tree of life. The actual pine tree is the tree that is growing all things. It connects to different worlds and that's how their shamans would be able to bridge into different alternate realms of consciousness. Gotcha. Yeah, it was a very beautiful, and I thought it was really interesting where you used to see this man, he would actually go out and give out these mushies. And then it's like he would very accepted as the Alice in Wonderland mushroom for y'all mm-hmm. who are curious. And yeah. if Jordan has, if we're, we are for sure to drop all this in the discord because uh-huh. like Jordan was saying, we want to add some sources here. It's really important in case y'all were curious. Yeah, it, I thought it was just beyond interesting that you found psychedelic roots of this psychedelic mushroom in like tales of like Rudolph and all that other fun stuff because it ties in with like Santa being around who just uh-huh. gives, who gives out magic mushies and helps people out. And it's and it's all it's all symbolism is what it is because like you were saying yeah, they were found because they were all they were found under the trees which is the presents that you find other the Christmas presents wrapped that you find under the tree right you said they hang red them up white, they hang, exactly, red and white wrapping paper which is the typical wrapping paper which is the what these mushrooms are colored colored like then they used to hang them up right they used to dry them like they hang stockings yep so the symbolism and this is basically how all most stories work because we'll get into it red riding hood is a symbolism story snow white is a symbolism story they're all there most stories are like they're there for symbolism but that's a whole another episode we could dive into but I'm glad that you brought that right. door in on today's Christmas special because that was perfect, perfect. But yeah, dude, like it, it, it's, it's crazy to think about. Right, it really is, dude. And just the last thing I was going to say is the actual culture. I found it in Siberia. They are called the Inviki. Inviki. Evenki. 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 Sorry, I'm not very good at reading Russian. They, they were a Russian culture. And this, again, they were a shamanistic culture. And the actual... Uh, the word shaman has its roots in the Tungus word shaman, which means the one who knows or knows the spirits. So they're communicating with these mushrooms, these beings through psychedelics, question mark, mm-hmm. come to find out. So it was just some really interesting, and they're spreading a lot of love and cheer. And I think and it, it was just really a good exactly. way to like, keep us on that yeah. track of like, hey, a lot of awesome things can still happen. And like, honestly, it's come, who knows, maybe Santa really was a shaman. And like, folks, I've met some shamans and these people are, they're different. They're very my unique. Santa Claus, my Santa Claus is a fucking tripper, bro. That motherfucker be taking the mushrooms all the time. That's my Santa, Santa Claus I want. What about you, Pete? So are you saying, are you saying, what is, what is my favorite, uh, my favorite yeah. kind of Santa Claus. Um, Your favorite kind of Santa Claus. Does he wear? Does he wear a thong? Does he trip off? Does he trip balls? What's he do? Um, I I guess he wears a thong. I've never thought about it. Uh, <laughs> Imagine Santa coming down the chimney. Well, well, Fucking. I I mean, I I can tell you I can tell you my least my, my least favorite kind of Santa, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but my least favorite kind of Santa is a woke Santa. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, that Santa, that uh, the kid, the kid, the kid asked for a Nerf gun, and and the Santa was like, and the mall Santa was like, I'm sorry, I can't bring that to you. I can't do anything with guns. No guns. 
He's like, <clears throat> and the kid's like, all I want is a Nerf gun, Nerf gun. And he's like, no, sorry. <laughs> like, like, no, sorry. No like, Nerf guns. That's fucking funny. That takes kind of wild, but that's yeah. 2020, man. I gotta, I gotta, hey. I gotta send you the link to that. But yeah, th- yeah, yeah that, that woke mall Santa wouldn't dare tell a kid that he tell a kid that he could get a Nerf gun <laughs> because yeah, I, oh I yeah ahead, because oh my god, how dare you ever you know suggest that you might get a kid a Nerf gun, anything yeah. with the word gun in it? Like oh my god. Yeah, no, I 100% agree, bro. Like, it's crazy. Question mark. Yeah, dude, the craziest thing about Santa Claus is that he can fit down a chimney. Do I, did I ever tell you guys I have a phobia of chimneys? So check check this. I got a, I got a, I got a, it's not a real phobia of chimneys, but it's like I'm never going to go down a chimney dressed as Santa, and here's why. Because have you guys ever taken those Facebook posts or you've seen those Facebook posts where it's like, do this quiz, answer this quiz, yep. and find yep. out your personality, or take this quiz yep. and find out when you die and how you die. So back when Facebook first came out, I took this dumbass quiz for whatever reason when I, I was like, I'm going to see how I die. Why not? So it asked me, you know, like, when were you born? What's the color of your hair? Uh, your favorite, like, which, which fucking hand do you jerk off with, the right or the left? Like, it just asks you dumb questions, and then it goes... <laughs> it did it... <laughs> Did it ask that question? It didn't ask that question. I'm just, I'm, I'm just bullshit. I'm just saying that it fucking. I, I was gonna say, it, what color, what color eyes did you have? What, co- what kind it, of hair do you have? Yeah, I, I, I want to know. This is the right hand or the left hand? Oh, it's only I'm, a, I, I fucking, I'm fucking ambidextrous. Pete. I'm fucking Ben Simmons over here, bro. <laughs> Anyways. They, so they ask you dumb questions, and then the point is that they give you, like, a death thing. So here, here's mine. It was saying that I was going to grow up to be 25 years old. I'm 24 right now. I was going to be married to a girl with black hair and glasses. I'm dating Morgan right now. She's got black hair and glasses. I'm going to have two kids, and then I'm going to climb down the chimney dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm going to get stuck in the chimney. Be, and it, it it tells me because and it asks you for your weight and stuff. It's gonna say because it told me because I didn't like because I didn't make it in whatever profession I wanted to make it. I just ate myself to like three hundred pounds and then tried to climb down a chimney, got stuck and suffocated and died. So that's how I'm gonna die in 2021. I already know it. I'm gonna put on three. I'm gonna put on 150 pounds and then I'm gonna climb down a chimney and get stuck and die. Well. You, you and more, you and Morgan have to get busy first, right? Because, uh, because yeah, you, you're right. You need first two kids, married, right? Gotta, yep, we gotta get married. and I gotta get two kids. <laughs> get I to mean, work, dude, but, uh, dude. I just uh, so from now on, I'm ne- I just know I'm never going down a chimney dressed as Santa. Never, <laughs> ever. Well, um, <laughs> that, that that is that is definitely I, I mean, a weird. Uh, I have a thing where, like, I, I, I am always have to be ready to kick someone in the head. So it's like, <laughs> I can't, I can't discredit this man, this man's no phobia of chimneys. So it's okay. I have, I have okay. a few friends like that. They're just ready at all points for because first, be first of all, first of all, they would be the last people to fight someone. But they're always like, 
I'm on my toes if someone's ready. You know what I'm saying? Like they're fucking pretending to swing kick and shit. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. I love him to death. I, I love, it's only one dude. And if he ever hears this, he knows exactly who I'm talking to, bro. But he's always fucking ready to be kicking someone's, he's like, dude, Jordan, you just always be watching on your toes, bro. Be on your toes like this and I'll do like a fucking little yeah, swing kick, bro. Be aware, yeah. Be dude, it's so funny. One of my, one of my fucking favorite memories as a child is fucking with that dude. But speaking so, of memories, I hope, all, all, all I can say is I hope you have your will ready. I mean, do you have your? Yeah, it's gonna be at twenty five. Yeah. But the only thing is where I live now is I don't have a chimney, oh, yeah. so I'm pretty good. <laughs> I think I think if I stay out of chimneys all next year, I'll be I'll be fine. <laughs> but you thought ahead. Yeah, you the board correctly, like good sir. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love Christmas, man. Christmas brings so much joy, so many good memories. Speaking of Christmas memories, what is your favorite memory of Christmas? Or like your favorite, you know, you woke up on Christmas and this was that day. You know what I'm saying? Or you did this during Christmas. What was your favorite time? If I were to say my all-time favorite, my favorite, so my favorite Christmas day, or like I'm um, just or favorite just, Christmas memory. Your, your favorite Christmas memory, like, because we went to Florida and then we went to South Carolina with my family. It was like a big family. It was like a big family Christmas. That's my favorite, but I'm going to go into more detail, but go ahead, Jordan, your favorite. My favorite Christmas memory had to have been, I was a little kid. We, um, my grandparents used to live in North Carolina down in Shalote, actually, if any of y'all are familiar with by Wilmington, small little shore town. And we made the drive down there one year for Christmas to see them because like, we never got to spend Christmas with them. And I just remember, just the sincerity of it, and then to, even at the young age, I I felt the, the just true gratitude. I remember even I don't get me wrong, I've learned I've learned a lot, but even as a kid, I could still recognize there was a lot of love. Mm-hmm. It was just a really it was, that's what reminds me. That's what Christmas reminds me of love. Yeah, you know, true miracles, like I said, manifesting, and that's where because I saw a miracle manifest that year because we weren't supposed to be able to manifest or go down there, and that's what mm-hmm. was so cool about it because it came out of the blue and we were able to actually go down there and it really did feel like a Christmas miracle. And it was honestly amazing. And I kind of gave me hope that like, you know what, if it can happen around here, why can't it happen anywhere? Yeah. I a hundred percent feel that man. My favorite Christmas memory, like I said, like I mentioned a little bit ago was we start, it was like my, my grandparents, we always had like this Christmas at their house. Right. But then my cousins, they live in Toledo. So it was always like, my grandparents would do Christmas with us, but then they would go to Toledo to do Christmas with them. And then one year, then like, they're like, they're younger than me. Like my, my Josh, my, the oldest of the three, well, he's not the oldest of the three, Courtney's the oldest of the three, but she's like eight years older than me. So she was way older. She's way older. She, she lived with her mom in Michigan. My cousins lived in Toledo. And then we lived out here where we live, you know what I'm saying? And so my cousins, like, my grandparents, they would celebrate Christmas with us and they would go out to Toledo and celebrate Christmas with them. And then one year they were like, we're just going to all celebrate Christmas together. But they took me and my brother on a trip to Florida first because my great grandparents owned a house down in Florida. So they took me and my brother to Orlando to Disney and they did a bunch of stuff with us. They took us to, they took us to Kennedy space station. It was so dope. Dude. They took us to Florida first. So we could visit my great grandparents. So we spent a little bit, we spent like a week, the week before Christmas in Florida, we spent a whole week in Florida. Then we went up to Hilton Head and met my parents, my other brother and sister, Robert and Mary. 
So we met my, my mom, my stepdad, my step siblings, and then my cousins from Toledo came down to Hilton Head and we rented a whole house and we stayed for Christmas that whole week of Christmas. And I think like a, I think a week after or a couple of days after Christmas, we stayed at that house, like just one big family. It was super dope. Dude. They had a pool table. They had like an indoor pool table, but like a whole wing for like all the bedrooms, like super dope. They had an in-ground pool that was like, fun fact, it was snowing in Hilton Head when we were down there, but it was the pool. We, he- yeah. we heated the pool. The pool got so warm that it was 80 degrees. It was, it was a hot tub. It was snowing outside and we were swimming in the pool. That's awesome. Yeah, That's it was so we, we got the because when we first got there, the pool didn't work. The heater was broken. So my grandpa's like, I rented but this then, house. Right. Yeah, he's like, I rented this house because we needed, we got the pool. So the he called the guy, the guy had someone come and they fixed the heater on the pool. Luckily, because like a couple of days later it snowed, we turned the heater on and we were swimming in the snow. It was dope. Nice. That, that like, and yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's my favorite memory because it's the only Christmas I've ever had with the, my my whole family being together. Because then my next favorite, I would say, is all my Christmas memories with Morgan's family because Morgan's grandparents throw the biggest fucking Christmas. They have everyone. They get this big ass tree. They get everyone there. They get everyone everyone's presents, dude. It's so it's such a family oriented Christmas that that's why I love going to Christmas with Morgan's family, and that's why that is my favorite family Christmas. Pete, what's yours? My favorite memories on Christmas Day, per se, as a kid, yeah. I would say, was um, was when I got my when I got uh, the 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 two the two major video game systems I ever got. So the first <laughs> the first video game system I I got was uh, a, um, a GameCube. Uh, uh, hey. remember, yeah, remember. Remember GameCubes? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and what was funny, I, and I remember this this because we took a family video of it. There was a there was a little piece uh, that was un. I mean, there, there was a little piece that wasn't covered by by the wrapping paper, and um, and I didn't I didn't realize it at first, but um, but but it was kind of funny watching it, watching it back on video because. Um, yeah, you could see it. Yeah, yeah, but but any, but, but anyway, um, my my second favorite memory on Christmas Day was uh, was when I got my my Nintendo my Nintendo Wii. You know the uh, the no yeah. the Wii. Yeah, I don't know when I got my Wii, but I think my parents bought me the Wii because there was like four four kids, and they were like, "Oh, you guys can use all this exercise." Yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> and so I mean, we played Wii Sports that's it we never played like the exercise one because my mom bought like the pad and everything that you stand yeah. on never yeah I know I know what you're I know what you're talking about yeah um yeah so so the, those were my two favorite memories on on Christmas Day now as far as like like uh, traditions around Christmas uh, I've mm-hmm. got one major family tradition but before I get to that major family tradition I just wanted to I just wanted to tell you guys something kind of funny I want to say that that was uh, 2016, the year that the the, the year that the uh, Cleveland Browns went uh, one in, uh, one in fifteen because they got their one win on Christmas Eve, <laughs> and, and I was at that game, um, and they they won that game on a blocked field goal, 
<laughs> to get their to get their first uh you know their first and only win of that season when they were one, when they were 1, one in 15 i believe 15, yeah. i believe that was the 2016 season but i will fact check that before the end of the episode um but but, that's crazy. but but as far as a, as far as a fa- uh, family to <laughs> As far as a family to, uh, as far as a family tradition goes, um, we we uh, for the last several years we have played a um, a shuffleboard tournament at my at, at my uncle's house. Um, interesting. We uh, we we have we have family all from right. we have family from all over the country come in and uh, and we mm-hmm. we play. Uh, we we play a, a shuffleboard tournament. Um, I'm, have you guys ever played shuffleboard? I have never played shuffleboard. Is that where you like put? Is that where you like had those big sticks and you like push the thing? People uh, play like on yachts and stuff. You do, you don't really uh, you you don't um you don't really use uh, a big stick actually uh, uh, for the tabletop game. You just um. Oh, you just slide it across. Yeah, yeah. You just push okay. it with your hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that also shuffleboard? What I'm thinking of is that like a version of it? Is it a different uh, game? Yeah, that could shuffleboard? be. That could be just a, a larger, a larger scale. Um, you know what I'm talking about? You always see like it's like they say like golf, and then that is what like old people can play because you can play that when you're like 99 years old. I Ooh, I was I have gone on a cruise ship once or twice, and I do you, distinctly remember seeing something like that. I met a lot of some a lot of amazing people on some cruise ships. I've yeah. never been on a cruise. Yeah, so honestly, I would I would recommend it, but there's definitely like maybe something just be mindful and uh, day and age the process. Uh, this is probably going to be a good time. Like, let Pete finish what he was saying, wrapping it up, and we could always like because I rem- that was back in 2017. That was like a highlight of my 2017 way back when because it was just like out of the like that was just something we did. Mm-hmm. It, Twenty twenty now. This stuff's about to wrap up. Like, yeah. So that's a that's a family tradition we've done for the last several years. I think since twenty thirteen or twenty twelve. That's really cool. That's so, that's so cool. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah um, it sounds really. It sounds like you guys really do have an amazing time with it. My 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 uncle my uncle has a uh, has a shuffleboard table in his basement. Uh, he renovated his basement. And, hey. Uh, and. Yeah, and so he's he's had a shuffleboard table in his basement for for the for the last several years, and we do, and and we do a shuffleboard tournament now. This year, um, this year I was kind of frustrated because you know everyone else in my family is um, you know being very very like over you know overprotective when it comes to. Uh, corona, and I guess so yeah, we have to continue to move I, forward and try our best to I was, and bring the love and the light we can. I was, I was more than willing. Like, even if they wanted me to wear a mask, I was more than willing to, you know, go. Um, yeah, um, go to my family gathering, you know, and but, but anyway, so we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna be doing that. Um, we're not gonna be doing that this year, but um, yeah, but. I feel that man because Morgan's grandparents aren't doing theirs either, and then my grandparents have gone to Florida for like the past. That's another reason why we did that. Uh, my favorite Christmas memory is because my grandparents, because my grandmother's health, they would travel to Florida every winter. So I would never spend Christmas with my grandparents, and so that is another reason 
like now they're up here because they sold the house down in Florida. So now they're up here this Christmas, but because of COVID, I can't celebrate Christmas with them. And I haven't celebrated Christmas with them. I celebrated it last year with them because me and Morgan went down there before that. I hadn't celebrated it in like 10 years with them. So like I would, I would actually get to celebrate it with them at their house, at their house for the first time since I was like six, but I can't because of COVID. Not because, not because, they, not because I don't want to go there, but because they don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't want everyone coming right. over. I, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. we're just trying to say y'all cannot still have an amazing time, even in, even even if it's like trial some, and like we're even in, you see in our own families that like everyone's kind of a little tense. I pro- and yeah. It's gonna be okay, folks. It's gonna, gonna be okay. Through. It's gonna be okay. We got like, like there's no fucking death spike, bro. Like I'll draw, I'll drop all the charts, and then you check check me on and that. Hey, good highlight, a good way to segue into how we want to look at our highlights of 2020 too. Mm-hmm. I know we were trying to talk about that because we talked about, especially how we had some flying reindeer on mushies, and we got Santa being a mystic, mystic shaman. Oh, Santa was tripping balls. Santa was tripping balls. Bad balls, and like all in all, like Pete, that's an amazing family tradition. I'm so, so thankful and. I've, I'm grateful you guys have that ability as a family to just come together and continue. Even if it's trialsome now, it'll it will still happen, happen down the road. And it will happen again. And that's for all you good folks out there. If you guys are having, if you guys aren't able to see your family right now, I'm truly sorry. And our hearts go out to your, go out to you. I promise in the end, love will shine through and you, everything will make exactly. itself. Probably. Especially in this holiday time, miracles will happen, folks. You just mm-hmm. gotta be in the vibration forum. And that's that's another reason we made this podcast, you know, is because so many people are separate from their families, because so many people are not getting to do their traditions. We figured, hey, why don't we just give some entertainment out there for those that have nothing to do today? So Merry Christmas from the crew, guys. Um, Merry Christmas. You know, before, before, we, before we uh end the show, we got our and happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. Before we end the show, what was your favorite thing from 2020 Pete hit me? I would say, well, I'm going to say something in general and then I'm going to say, um, and then I'm going to be more specific about it. I mm-hmm. think, I think, sure, Pete, I think, I think in general, one thing that's been good about this year is there's been so many people that have been so creative in creating comedy bits on social media or, you know, mm-hmm. or, oh, yeah. or podcasts or, you know, or stuff that, you know, or stuff that tries to stuff that tries to True get creativity. Yeah. Stuff that tries to give people a little comedy and a little, and a little levity about this, um, about this, uh, situation. I don't, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like, um, uh, I think they're called the, the holderness family. Um, uh, they're, they're just, a, not. uh, a dad and, and the mom, uh, do some really funny, uh, comedy, uh, comedy bits, uh, on social media. I'll send you some of their oh, stuff, so cool. but, but they're, but they're, yeah, link them in the discord, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I guess my point is, is that with, with all the crap going on, there's, there's been a lot of people who have. Really, really done a good job. I think on either through social media or podcasts or whatever, just trying to give uh, people uh, something, something to laugh to. One, one thing that, one thing that I really loved about this year, and this is more of a uh, poli- 
political election thing, but one thing I love the most is probably this song right here. Pallet full of bouts. <laughs> How the hell we go from election day to election week? The posters got it wrong again. They must have been confused. But I tell ya about shit myself when I turn on the morning news. Cause they found pallets full of ballots at 3 a.m. All the way from Georgia to Michigan. They took the caps off of their sharpies and they filled them fuckers in. All those pallets full of ballots, all for Joe Biden. Well, isn't that sweet? He got just what he needs. So people getting creative. They found just enough folks to get sleepy to believe. I like that. He said, come on, man, I hope you're being a sport. Donald Trump said, fuck that shit, I'll see your ass in court. Bring those pallets for the pallets found at 3 a.m. All the way from Georgia to Michigan. They called Arizona early and the only way to win is the pallets for the pallets all for Joe Biden. Somebody better wake him up and But it doesn't matter. Cause they found pallets on the ballots at 3 All the way from Arizona to Wisconsin. They want us to bend over so they can fuck us again. Cause pallets for the ballots, that's the only way they'll win. There's pallets full of ballots, all for somebody. And so obviously, some uh, you know somebody having fun with uh, somebody having fun with their displeasure over the election. And I will say, I will say that one thing I'm grateful for in 2020 is the fact that things like Parler uh, came about, and mm-hmm. and other you know, and and I I think a lot of people had their eyes opened when it comes to the the, the corruption of social media in 2020. So yep. so I'm grateful yep. for that. And uh, Jordan, what was your favorite takeaway from 2020? If I had to pick a favorite takeaway from 2020, it would have to be kind of like what Pete said. And and it's not just the creativity, though. It's the perseverance, the willingness to grow and make true change I've seen in so many people. And I know there's been a lot of people that are tensing. We will persevere, we will learn, and we will get better. And as a collective, we will come together on an all actuality, I still think that so many people had time to sit down and explore themselves, take time for themselves, and true find ways to heal. Because that's what that's what's really important: finding time, ways to heal, and continuing to move forward, so that you can actually articulate what you want into this reality. I think that was just an amazing thing that we had the capacity and the time, even though a lot of really wild stuff and the year was crazy. I think this was, it was really the year of 2020, you know, seeing clearly because yep. the joke really hung through because from darkness to light, the light shall shine on. You're not wrong. Yeah. And I, I think 2021 abs- is going to be a really good year. And that's what I, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that on because that's what I saw. Even though there's dark, 
there was some dark things. I think from it will the darkness will come to light, and some amazing things are to come, folks. And my favorite thing from 2020, it's a it's a little bit of what you both said. I would say it's um what I would call the self expression jolt, or like a oh, yeah. jolt as what you would refer to as probably a jolt of light light entering. The age of people call it the age of Aquarius. I call it the self expression yeah, jolt. Twenty first, twenty twenty. Exactly. We can touch. We didn't touch on the start of Bethlehem, but you know, people for people right now, you know, that whole conjunction thing with Saturn, it goes back to the star Bethlehem and some more Christmas stuff that we're If actually, they believe that it was that was the star they saw, the star we just saw last the other night, uh-huh. the star star that they saw before. Like honestly, before it all exactly. came out, exactly. And if you follow the timeline and you date those stars back, they line up to exactly when this was said, when Jesus was said to be born. So, what my favorite takeaway, like I said, yeah. from 2020 was was the self was the self expression jolt. Everyone out there has an opinion, and I feel like before 2020, it was kind of like you based your opinion on what other people thought like the popular opinion, right. you know what I'm saying? And now in 2020, we're finding right. out like certain people still do that. Certain people aren't afraid to stick up what they believe in. And I feel like that, that is my favorite thing about 20. I'm going to take away from it in the 2021 is to not be afraid to stick up and speak for what you believe in, whether you Sample. agree with someone else or not, obviously dis argue and not argue, but, have, come to a conversation talk. with love yes, and talk and communicate, but don't be afraid to express yourself. And I feel like before 2020, we had a lot of people that were afraid to express their ideas, express their thoughts, and, are, and are, be able to articulate them. And I'm finding that more and more people, whether or not, now I'm not saying that it's being recepted well, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that people are listening. I'm just saying people are expressing their ideas and not giving a shit about what other people think. And I fucking dig that. And I hope that, Hell yeah, I, I, and, hope, I hope that comes in 2021 as well. And, and, and most importantly, that's what our country is supposed to be. Exactly. And it has, and our country, I would say in the last decade, decade or so has, has gotten away from that. So a couple more points that I would make before we close up is number one, I, again, I would highly recommend if you're if you're looking for something funny, a funny page to follow, and and just some just some funny kind of you know non political, funny uh, parodies, music parodies, and and something something to make you um, something to make you laugh. I would mm-hmm. I, I would I would highly I would highly recommend checking out the Holderness family. You'll find them on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, they've got a huge following. I would. I would definitely, I would definitely uh, check the, check them out. They've done some great stuff when it comes to uh, just just making people laugh during this pandemic. Also, um, also, I I did want to make it um, make an announcement. Obviously, obviously, you know that you can access us on on um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and and a few other places. But pretty soon, pretty soon we will be on, um, in fact, I hope by the time this podcast is posted, but definitely within the next, um, within the next 
week or two, we will be also available on iHeart. I'm working on that as well. Um, and, and also, um, and also, as we mentioned, the Patreon, um, the, the Patreon as well. If you, yeah. if you like, if you like what you hear and you just want to, uh, and you just want to support us, um, that, that would be greatly appreciated. I've got a piece of equipment here that I use to help, uh, to help produce these, uh, sound bites and everything. And, and it's not all that cheap. So if, if we could get any, um, any help at all, that would be, uh, great, uh, greatly appreciated. And, um, and I, I know it's a, it's obviously a tough time for everyone, but if you like what you hear and you'd like to contribute a little bit, you can do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're definitely going to try to get that Patreon set up. We're definitely going to, um, try to post a link. We'll either post it on discord or tweet it out. Jordan, final thoughts. I was going to say just to wrap it all up in conclusion, we ask that we are so so thankful you folks came out here and honestly, please go out and spread some true Christmas cheer and all actuality make, make, make your miracles a reality because you can do it. Mm -hmm. Anyone can do it. Y'all. Go make some Christmas miracles out there and spread some Christmas joy. Help spread some love in this world because God knows this world needs a little bit more love. So do what you can help what you can't do. And in any way you can help just, if it's just something tiny, one tiny action could be a foundation that sets someone on the right right path for the entire life. Exactly. It's a pin drop. So go with, so go with love, my people. Go with love and express yourself, express yourself. Be careful guys. When it comes to scams, be very careful this time of year, especially with the global pandemic. I know I've mentioned this before because I was a victim of a scam that cleared out my bank account. So be careful people. Be Be very careful in this time of a pandemic and especially around the holidays. I'm sorry. Be very, no, go ahead. Yeah. Be very careful around times like this. Express love, spread that Christmas cheer, the true Christmas cheer, not the ones about the presents, not the ones, not the ones about the greed. Just spread love is all we're saying. Spread, express yourself. At the end of the day, express yourself. Just spread Christmas cheer, spread love. We love you all. Express yourself, and just don't care what other people say. Spread love, express yourself. Take it away, Mr. President. America isn't easy. America is advanced citizenship. You've got to want it bad because it's going to put up a fight. It's going to say, you want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land is a land of the free? Then the symbol of your country cannot just be a flag. The symbol also has to be one of its citizens exercising his right to burn that flag in protest. Now show me that. Defend that. Celebrate that in your classrooms. Then you can stand up and sing about the land of the free.